0: Zach on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Band. Can we be there? Oh, just think of the time. Heart and love so strange. You never know While I try my best They cover eyes It's a calming way To blame and hide the truth Ah, we are here! I know that some will say Whoops It matters the little babe All but going to mean it to me I need mean, it so bad. How you doing today? Did you miss
1: it? Brandon Stokely. Did you miss it? I think so. We did. Yeah, we both screwed that up. It's all right. We were making fun of you. <laughs> no. There's no we. It's just you. Yeah,
2: yeah. No. yeah was, this, I was this, leading this it. It's you. No, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're always leading it. No, yeah. You just gotta lead the charge. Yeah, you thought people were behind you. are like Will Ferrell and old school. <laughs> They're all
1: behind me. Someone has to
0: hold you accountable still. You know?
2: Oh, my gosh. Scrambling around as always. How you doing, man? I'm doing
1: great. Doing really good Happy today. Happy Thursday, yes, to Thursday you, man. Already, it is nice
2: day. It is a beautiful day. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm we doing had a good great. Dinner last night. We had a great dinner with a capital G, and it's always it's always a, a, a little bit nicer, uh, a lot a bit nicer rather um, when you're eating high quality food and not a dollar's coming out of your pocket. Yeah. Like, not a dollar. And it's even a better feeling than that when all the dollars are coming out of one pocket from the worst sports gambler in the history of making bets, in the history of 104.3 The Fan. James Merrillat had to take me and Brandon Stokely out to a steak dinner. We were on the patio of Shanahan's, and uh, James paid off his debt. Now it took him two years. Um mostly took it easy on him could have been worse uh but uh shout out to James Merolette for going in uh, his pocket for real for real this wasn't the company card this was James's pocketbook
1: yeah uh so that was nice and I still got one yeah I'm still up one on him that's a great thing that's 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 that next layer of... Right. Like This is just, not the end. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. So like like I did with that first one, I'm going to try to parlay that second one into another one. Right. Right? Right. Because I kind of have the advantage here. He's a little bit desperate. He's oh, going to yeah. try to get that back. Until, and uh, I feel... Well, in general, he's just bad at what he views and, and his bets that he makes. Yep. Uh, it's obvious because he hasn't won no. betting us at no. all. No. Uh, so I'm looking forward to kind of taking advantage of him again. Fantastic. And always having that one in the back pocket. It's so, it's
2: what what a luxury. It's just is. a comfort of like I there's a buffer there. I can actually lose a stake bet to you and it will cost me nothing because I'm already up on your brother. Right. Yep. I exactly. love it.
1: Exactly. But that was fun. That was that was a um a good time last night.
2: Yes, it was uh reportedly not such a great time for the Denver Broncos yesterday at practice. Now they're out there again and they get a chance to sort of, you know, rebuttal. Uh, Los Angeles, this doesn't count for the schedule, but it's often an indicator, often, not always, an indicator of where your football team is going. We'll get live reports uh, from Boots on the Ground because it's taking place in this very moment. But, you know, how much stock do you put in this? I I I ask you.
1: A little bit. A little bit, right? I mean, it's like, it's like practice, Right where we're out there every day. I mean, how much do you put into one practice? Just a little bit. But then when you see three or four or five of them, then you mm-hmm. you know you you start writing uh, that uh, that story. And w- with this just being you know one workout uh, um, in joint practice against the Rams, I'm not going to put a ton in it, but probably a little bit more than just one practice. Sure, it's not going to tell us the whole story. It's not going to tell us what's going to happen week one against the Raiders. But, um, you know, I mean, this is what we're doing. We're evaluating this and and how they look against a different opponent and how they adjust. You get caught in a rut in training camp. It's just going against the same group, look same looks, and it's all of a sudden now you have to adapt to different things. This is what the season's going to be like. Yeah. And uh, so it's good. it's good. It's good to go up against different looks, see different things. Now, how do you adjust after day one to day two? I don't know if they got whipped. I wish I could have had my eyes on it, Zach. I was out there. Um, and, and, were you now? Yes, I was out there. What do you mean? So you are out there, but didn't have eyes
2: on
0: it?
1: Yeah. Um, I was out, I watched for about five, ten minutes of it, and that, that was okay. it. Um, I was a man of the people signing autographs, me and Jake oh, Plummer. Oh. Me, and, me and Jake the that snake. what men of the people do? They
2: sign yes. their name for other men? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and women. And, and yes. um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Great guys. Great guys, obviously. Um, and so, so that was, that was, that was a lot of fun, but, um, you know, they they give you like little um like little things in front of you with your name on it and like the years you played, right? Yeah. Um and so it's like, all right, so that's that's kinda cool. You know, so you sit down, at least people know who you are, right? You don't I don't ever assume people know who I sure, am. Sure. Uh, but sure I'm sure if you're in line, you know, if you don't know, you probably ask someone and they'll yeah. probably tell you. Yeah. But so it's not the they biggest That's Welker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um so, you know, we sit down and Dreessen has his all scratched up. They they, they misspelled his name. Oh you no, know? they misspelled Dreessen. I guess his last name has a bunch of e's in it. You can't figure it out, right? <laughs> Does it have D R E E E S E E N? Like you know, <laughs> double like, triple right? Yes, double. <laughs> yes. So I guess they misspelled it, right? Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, so did he he corrected it? He corrected it, right?
2: If they spelled your name wrong, would you have corrected or just leave it?
1: um, I don't
2: know because people sometimes get tricky with your name. They 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 misspell my name all the time, like Like the L and the E. They'd be like L E Y as E L Y E L L go E L Y or whatever.
1: Um, Yes, and so I get it. Did a deal at Cherry Hills. Remember that deal I did with Peyton and for the U.S. Amateur, we did. um, We had all the the Broncos, McKinnon. Uh, So anyway. during that event. Yes. We um, they spelled my name wrong in that event, like on 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 a on a gift card deal. Okay. On a gift card deal, right? And so um, I was like, "Oh, well, you know, of course I'm here and they 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 misspelled my name in, in that deal." And then and then so th- this deal, I'm 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 up there with what, you know, ready to find my little my deal I put in front of me. I don't even have one. They didn't even give me one. They had Ebenezer Ecubon. Stop. Yes, Ekubon. So, like, I played with him, but, I, but it's, I don't even have a little card. Jake has his card. Those other guys have their card. I don't even have one. So I had to write. I wrote my name uh, on really? the back of Ebenezer's. Wow.
2: Wow. Okay, uh, we are going to take a quick timeout. Because we have massive Breaking Broncos news happening in the moment right now from practice. Do not go anywhere.
0: Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan Presents, Stokely and Zach. We have breaking
2: news from out at Denver Broncos, joint practice with the Los Angeles Rams, and for more details on what exactly happened, the order it happened, and from a guy who was there, it's Darren McKee from The Drive. DMACC. um I'm going to give you the floor here, tell our listeners uh, what just happened.
0: Red zone, Broncos offense, Rams defense, um, jet sweep, Judy around the right side, maybe five, six-yard gain as he's going out of bounds. Hillside near the fans, uh, grabs his right hamstring area, not a doctor, but he grabbed his right hamstring area um, and had to be helped up by two trainers, put his arms over the trainer's shoulders to be able to just get up, took maybe five or six steps with help from the trainer's to a cart was
1: helped onto the cart carted off the field okay uh, so it looked like hamstring because i didn't know this news d-mac and, and i come into this and i'm thinking uh-oh you know this is going to be really really bad news and when you're explaining it i'm like he hyperextended his knee you know it's going to be an acl no, but definitely, definitely um hamstring definitely not, not knee uh
0: listen again like vj said i'm sure. not a doctor yeah but sure, it Okay. It was, it was, you know, when you pull your hamstring, you know, that move where you grab behind you, you yes. know, that sort of, of course. you hold your hamstring, right? And it was, it was a move like that. Um, so again, this just happened less than 10 minutes ago, um, on a day that's been pretty good for the Broncos overall, especially for the Broncos defense. But this could be, uh, well, we'll see. Hamstring injuries, Zach and Stoke, they could be nothing, could be a cramp, right? Um, or it could be, you know, more severe. You don't know. But the degree that he needed help just to get to the cart, which was only, you know, once they brought the cart, it was only a few feet away. And then the fact that he had to use the cart to just, you know, uh, get inside a facility, take that for what it's worth. That's um, that's what happens.
2: D-Mac, um Stokely and I have been out there for numerous moments like this whether it's Shane Ray's wrist on the first day of training camp or Tim Patrick mm-hmm. blowing his ACL right in front of us in practice, the wind just comes out. And, and, and it's like there's nothing else that can happen today that's going to usurp this terrible news. Is that the feeling in the f- uh, first couple minutes after uh, this happened?
0: It, well, it's confusing out here because there's just so much going on. Um, there was definitely four or five teammates that went up to Judy on the cart. But, you know, while this while that was happening – there was there was some sort of fight with the Broncos defense and the Rams offense like way on the other side um you know way far away so it's it's just a like guys it's just like a lot of stuff going on all at the same time so you know it's it's it it doesn't stand out like that bad you know what i mean it happens kind of you know behind the scenes
1: how do you compare the two days dmac because uh, you've been out there uh, both days uh how do you compare yesterday and today
0: well, much more feisty today, no doubt about it. Um, uh, and, and a really solid day for the Broncos' defense. Just little starts and stops for the Broncos' offense. Um, but, you know, now now it's, it all feels like a bit of a moot point, doesn't it? You know, it all feels like, well, okay, you know, that sucks. Like the one thing that you didn't want to have happen, the biggest thing you don't want to have happen is one of your offensive stars. Whether he had a good day or not yesterday, Jerry Judy is one of your offensive stars you know, that just sort of makes everything feel kind of lousy. Um, but but on the on the positive side, the Broncos' defense, I mean, was just blowing up the Rams' offense today. So much so on one particular play, Nick Benito got another sack, and Sean McVay actually fist-bumped him. Like, wow, what a play. And he got a fist-bump from Sean McVay, which is, you know. But Sean McVay looks like he takes, like, nine Red Bulls before every practice. So, I, I know, he might fist-bump me if I get near him. Who knows?
2: Okay, DMACC, uh great stuff. We appreciate the update live from joint practice, and we'll hear more of your coverage starting at 2 o'clock. Sounds good, boys. I'll talk to you. Thanks. Okay, there goes dmac from the drive. Um, Stoke, this is – j- just to bring our listeners behind the scenes, we were going into a Judy segment anyway because to a man – Everyone who was out at practice yesterday said, this is this is a horrible day from Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy's had bad days where he's had drops, dropped touchdowns and things like that, and we've talked about it. Yesterday was the worst, and it, it, it's um, hard to think of a worse parlay uh, of the worst kind for Judy, going from the worst day of camp to now getting the news uh, just a moment ago that he was carted off the field.
0: Yeah,
1: um, looks like a hamstring, right? So, you know, I, I think I, I take a deep breath there. I'm like, oh. Because going into the segment, I'm thinking, knee. I'm thinking, oh, he's going to be lost for the year. This is going to be a Tim Patrick type of situation. That's the news that we're going to get, right? And so when I hear hamstring, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. We're okay here. I get it. We got two and a half weeks before the first game. Maybe he's not there for the first game. But this guy, he's not going to be lost for the year, right? And we'll see how bad it is and all those things. But – uh, my mind went right away. This is going to be a bad injury. This is going to mm. be really bad news. And it wasn't that. Like it's not ideal. Certainly didn't have a great day yesterday. Um, and you know you, you don't want your you know starting you know number one wide receiver to miss any time. Uh, but we'll, we'll see and we'll get news on it. You know whether it's a bad bad pull. You know did he pop it? Like you know what exactly degree of a hammy injury is this? And and, and so so certainly that a factor in but. You got two and a half weeks, you know, before that game kicks off, and and so, uh, you know, we'll get the news and kind of see. It's it's kind of hard to project. You know, will he be there for that game? Will he be there in four weeks? I mean, I've had hamstrings. You've had hamstrings. They're all different, right? They are. They are. But
2: if you couldn't, if you needed help walking to the cart, and it's that soft tissue, they're not going to risk him. Uh, two and a half weeks is, I mean, that's a blink of an eye for a soft tissue, and and and. I, Immediately, and, and and I know we've had some fun with this through the years of like uh, me being too nervous or whatever, but immediately I'm like, we're not going to see Jerry Judy for the first few weeks of the season, maybe the first month of the season. And we've talked about, and if you're just joining us, Jerry Judy was carted off the field moments ago in practice, uh what seems to be a hamstring injury. The emphasis on winning those first two games early in the season at home against the Raiders, who should be the worst, um, is scheduled to be. Uh, forecasted to be by the experts, the worst team in the division. And you're at home where the Broncos historically have, uh, the NFL's best winning percentage in home openers over the last three decades. And then followed up by a Washington team. Who's coming in here with a young quarterback in his second year named Sam Howell. Um, You know, their roster is is good, and it's going to present challenges. They're an NFL team. But in terms of winnable games in consecutive order, find me two more winnable games on this Denver Broncos schedule than at home against the Raiders, followed by at home against Washington. And the prospect of not having Judy out there is scary for an offense that doesn't look to have it when he was out there.
1: Yeah, and, um, you know, not ideal. Not ideal at all. Uh, But this is, you know, one of those things where I look at it, and I look at Sean Payton. I say, all right, that's why we got you here. Okay. That's why we got you here. You know, we, we might not have our number one wide receiver. But we got to figure out how to be successful without that guy. This is the benefits of had of having an experienced head football coach. How are we gonna scheme up the offense? You know, I mean, you look at those good Patriot um teams and how they did how they did with, when Tom Brady was out of the lineup. That one year of Matt Castle. And they, they went like 13 and 3. Or, 11 and 5. 11 and 5. Yeah. A couple games off there. Uh, but, but uh, and then how they do when Tom Brady was suspended for deflate game. Yep. You saw a little bit of Garoppolo, a little bit of Jacoby Brissett. Yep. They just ran different offenses. So, and, and this isn't even on the level of that. You know, we're not losing our quarterback right now. So maybe it's, you know, more of a just a conservative approach, running the football a little bit more, whatever the case may be. Maybe it's nothing. Uh, but you just, you still have to find ways to be successful. You know, uh, let's not, you know, I don't, it's a bummer, but I don't want to overreact here like we're losing a 1,500-yard receiver. No. Um, <sighs> look, I said, was, I said it's a bummer. I'm excited about Judy. But let's also remember, you know, we're here in the moment. We watch him a lot. He's not a 1,500-yard receiver. No, Hopefully he's this year a, he was going to be yeah. that 1,100-yard receiver. Yeah. We're not losing him for the year. It, it's To me, now, we'll, we'll go through some of these maybe – you know, guys that maybe they need to look at coming up here, you know, pretty okay, soon, sure. guys that are available sure. and who they could look at. Uh, but, you know, hey, it's a hamstring. We don't know how long, so I don't like to overreact right now because it, it, it might be like a little, might just kind of cramped on him and just grabbed on him a little bit. might be, oh, dude. <laughs> look, if Judy, if Judy can't walk here. and gets the car... Well, listen, because- you see... <laughs> you see all the time now these guys get carted off for no stinking reason. And then they're back out there like in a couple days. We, we have seen that here in Denver, actually. We've seen that in a game. We, we have. We have. Oh,
2: in a game. Cause I remember seeing it in practice. Oh no 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 oh, game yeah, yeah game game game. I am uh, uh, Garrett Bowles. yeah I pull all my
1: arms and legs into- and I let him trust. And
2: there was no trust. Right. Watching him get carted off, he was waving to the crowd Thinking like goodbye. A there tears. was, and then it was like, back oh, at he's gone not for, for the next time. not for the next game. he was back in Wednesday's practice, full participant. Yeah. So so we had, but but with Judy. um... I mean, I'm just, in my head, I, I think this is way worse news than you think. Yeah. Um, like, if, if, if I was, if you had every member of the Broncos starting offense on the sideline, it's like old school, like, pick up at recess, and I was drafting the offensive players um, on the Broncos offense, I don't know if I'd take Judy number one, but he's going top three. I mean, he's the one guy on this offense that represents, like, man, this guy could keep defensive coordinators up at night, and the other guys, you know, I don't know, where would you draft them? If, if the entire offense
1: was on the sideline? Well, it's not good. I'm not I'm not saying it's good, but I think, like I said, when we came into the segment, because I didn't know, I didn't want to know, right, um, right. my mind was this, whoever this injury happened to, well, I first thought it was Jonathan Taylor news. I'm like, oh, breaking news, like Broncos probably just traded for Jonathan Taylor. Wow, okay. Um, And, and that wasn't the case, obviously, but I, I went to – um. Like, this guy's out for the year. Right. It's the Tim Patrick news. And and so when I heard that, like, oh, he just grabbed his hammy, like, okay, all right, whoo, that made me feel better. And um, so I guess because my expectations were we were going to get awful news, it's just bad news. It's, it, okay, it's so bad it's, news. It's, it's not devastating news. We're not, you know, the Broncos aren't going to have another losing season because of this news that we had today. But they might. It's, it's, they might. But, but it doesn't help. Certainly. Yeah, they could. They They could could with with Judy on the field.
2: No, of course. Of course. And that's what it's been. Like, Judy's been here for three years, and they've been a a loser, loser, loser. So I'm not trying to say that and and misrepresent, like, that the Vikings just lost Justin Jefferson. That's not what this is. But they couldn't risk another injury to that room considering what had just happened to Tim Patrick. And I remember saying, you know, they're in the DenverSports.com zone. The Broncos are one injury away to Judy or Sutton for this being, on paper, the worst wide receiver room in the NFL. And that's what exactly what it might be in the month of September.
1: Other guys have to step up. And look, it just kind of is what it is. I mean, that's just the way it goes. And maybe you don't have um, quite the... Same threat that you had with Judy. Certainly, if you had Marquez Callaway or yeah. you know whoever um, Brandon Johnson or whoever might be, because I saw he was back. I think yesterday is that, or did I just dream that uh, Brandon Johnson was nah, back practicing? I, I, I saw. An, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, with him. Yeah. Um, so, but you, you can still manage. You can still win football games, right? And and that's that's the bottom line. We, you know, I think we'll be okay. We'll be okay here. I feel. I, I don't feel you know awful. Um, about this. I don't feel good, but because I wanted to see Judy for 17 of games. Course. And of course. Uh, of course. We talked about this for last We still six might. Months. We still might. We still might, Zach. 0% chance. Zero. Okay. Zero. Okay. 0% chance Jerry Judy plays. You're getting so. a left and right teardrop. I'm not doing left Zero and right. 0%, then you don't have to worry about. What are you going to get? I'll get JJ to- lower back. <laughs> JJ lower back. <laughs> um,
2: I. If they're skidding the game for you, I will. I will consider something because there is zero percent chance. And if you're just joining us, Jerry Judy moments ago carted off the field in practice. So who's left in that room? And if the Bronk, if he's not ready for uh, the Raiders week, September 10th, who are the starting wide receivers? And and who are they when they go three wide? That's coming up next.
0: Listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. (laughs) Oh, what a
1: start to the show.
2: If you're just joining us and haven't heard the news, Jerry Judy went down in practice and was carted off. We had a DMAC call in uh, from practice just seconds after it transpired. Uh, Judy could not put weight uh, on one of his legs. Grabbed the back uh, of his leg um, like you would do for a, a hamstring injury. Uh, could you know? Couldn't put any weight on it. Was helped. To the cart by multiple trainers and carted off the field. We are going to hear from Sean Payton in just uh, over an hour. We're going to hope to carry that uh, here on Stokely and Zach. So you're not going to want to miss that. Don't know what kind of update we'll get at that time, but this is um, you know, you 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 are you are handling this um, in stride a little bit more than I am. I think this is a massive loss. I think this could be the difference between the Broncos having a winning season and losing season. Um, which could be uh, making a wild card round or or not, depending on how how bullish you view the the Broncos this year. Um, Certainly just not good. We agree on that. It's not good. Uh, You say it's bad news.
1: I think it's, you know, awful, awful news. Um, Look, look, like I said, um, and I want to get into these receivers. Hey, it's, it's time for other guys to step up. It's time for Sean Payton and the offensive staff to figure things out. And that's just what you have to do. If he's if he misses two weeks, like, like are we throwing in the towel for the season? Because Jerry Judy misses two weeks. I no. mean, that's what you're doing. That's what you're saying. No. Like, I, no.
2: Goodness. I just know how important those two football games are at home. Every it, game is important. Yeah, Everyone but those is. two. But those two. I mean, how are many we times don't need, we don't need Judy
1: for the first one? Take that one off. We don't need Judy for the first hey, one. You we are don't. officially we are good against you the Raiders. You are officially. I'll come back I'm, and play in that one, no. <laughs> and we're fine. You can play quarterback. I'll play receiver. Oh, no, Kisner can play left guard. Oh my God, left guard! I think you're too tall. <laughs> guard? Can I play tight end? No, uh, you're tackle. You uh, play tackle. Yeah, yeah. Drew, Drew, a play guard. Richie, will play center. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't Zach! You better start running because I ain't blocking anyone at left tackle. Oh my god! So I mean, Stoke, I just, winning those two first football games. They're all important, are Zach. massively yes, important. Yes,
2: I got it. And 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 if I if I if I asked you this morning or, or 90 minutes ago and said, "Hey, who's the most important member of the offense?" There's a good chance you might say Jerry Judy.
1: Yeah, I mean after Russell, right? I mean Russell's at the top of the list. He plays quarterback. Yeah, and then you know we got the guys we got behind him um haven't you know given me a lot of hope that they could come in and save the day but yeah i mean he would be probably right there you know next him yeah i mean if it's not an offensive lineman so you know, look it's not good it's not the end of the world he didn't you know didn't look like he, he has nothing to do with the knee a hamstring we don't even know this thing might he might have just cramped on him I like, but if he needed the cart for a
0: cramp, yes. Because then it's like a whole you,
1: new new conversation with Jerry. Oh, have meeting. you ever cramped up? Y- uh, yes. Okay.
2: Like, well, like th- you can you walk? No. Okay. There you go. But 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 would you get the cart or would you sit there and wait for that cramp to go away and maybe you know well, get you s- might
1: be you might be hot and tired. You want to go in the air conditioner for a little bit and they then they're so and, and they want to keep practice going. We joint pride. We want to get people off the field. Like you want them to walk. You know all so look it's probably not a cramp but we don't know so we're just reacting to a lot of of, of unknowns we do yes. think it's a hammy. grab the back of your leg probably your hamstring right yep. okay uh so and I will just typically you know, typically work. how long does a hamstring last
2: and I know they're all different and all humans are different but with a broad stroke
1: I would say uh, blank three. to blank I, two to five okay two to five maybe it's maybe it's three to five okay you know, uh, or two to four, something like that. I mean, you're you're right around in that area. I mean, in my, you've been dealing with yours twelve to sixteen <laughs> months, not weeks, months, months. So you're, you're you're an outlier. You're on the Jamal Murray plan. Um, so we're we're still being very patient with you.
2: Oh my god! And That's hoping funny.
1: that you know, and praying every night that, that one day you just wake up and that thing bounces back. Um, so I I don't know. You know, look. Okay. I, I think three to six is fair. Okay. Like like three to six yeah. weeks. I gotta be hard
2: I gotta put my brain somewhere uh, unreasonable to think that he could be back in two weeks. I just so right. yeah. even if he says probably he's not. ready, you probably You're right. you just You're wanna probably be right. so careful with those soft tissue, especially for like a speed guy like Judy. It's like, oh man, this could I hope it doesn't linger through the season. Um but let me ask you this, Stoke. The say the games this weekend.
1: Who are the two starting wide receivers? Yeah, um, that's a that's a good question, uh, Zach. Corlin Sutton, obviously, and probably Marquez Callaway. Probably Marquez Callaway. Uh, could be Brandon Johnson, but he he's missed extended time now, and now he's just coming back. I, 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 I I'm not putting Marvin Mims out there. Are you? Might have to. Might have to. Is why? There, is it? Uh, <clears throat> why might have to? Uh, g- going off talent. Yeah, but he. Uh, to me, I, it's like I don't trust him enough. You know, I, he hasn't done enough to trust him to say you're going to be our starter. No, right? definitely not. He hasn't had the opportunity to. Like he was, he he well, why, why do you want to throw him camp? out
2: there then and be the starter? Be- because be- it's a good question, but I think right now because that room is so depleted and you're trying to win games in the National Football League, you may have to go with the less experience. Matter of fact, no experience, but
1: higher-end talent than a guy like Kendall Hinton. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I I understand where you're coming from. I'd, I'd rather go with, like, a guy... For me, that's why I said Marquez Callaway first. Sure, he started with Sean Payton. He's a veteran player. He's had almost a thousand yard season. I think one year, right? It was close. He, he I mean, did. He did. It was
2: a one season. It was um, in two thousand, and it was 700 seven hundred yards in twenty twenty one.
1: And so he, he's and you know, six touchdowns by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's capable. Yeah, right to go out there and be a starter for you. I just don't know what I'm getting with Marvin Mims. I know. I know what you're saying. I know your reasoning there, and I and I'm like, okay, I got it. But man, th- th- again, so here we go. I'm gonna I'm use your point against you. Okay. These first two games are so important mm. to the season. Now you're gonna you're gonna trust a rookie that hasn't done anything. When, when has he gotten earned any kind of trust from he, you? He hasn't, right? But he's so part of Sean Payton's plan. So I could
2: see a scenario where, like, guess what? Like, you're about to go through trial by fire, my friend.
1: I, I would rather not be the first two weeks trial by fire. Like, let's 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 make him. Go out there a little bit, like third wide. Okay. 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 You know, be our third wide. And then, and then, you know, as you're out there more and you've gained our trust now, maybe, okay, if Judy's out three or four weeks, we, we, we see if, if you're the starter, but I don't want to put him out there. He runs the wrong route. He freaks out and Russell, you know, throws a pick because Marvin Mims is out there running around first week of the season.
2: Let me speak up for myself because I should have made myself clear. When I'm talking about this, I was imagining the three wides. So I'm not saying like the the first two wide receivers out there. Yeah, you're right. It, it, it probably wouldn't be Marvin Mims, but in my head, I'm going like, okay, who are the three wide receivers? Because you're
1: going to be in that a lot. Should have made that clear. Um you're that right would have been nice if you made that clear. That would have been nice. Well, you know, going in, I the, wouldn't have had to just you spend know spend the whole three minutes correcting. Me. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about. So Corlin Sutton and and
2: and, and Marquez uh, a Callaway.
1: Yeah, or Brandon Johnson. I think um, is, could it be? You know, could it be – you threw Kendall Hinton in there. I was just kind of like – I was like brushing this. I don't think he's making a football team. Um, I, I don't know who else can project. I mean, we're not putting Taylor Grimes out there or Montreal Washington. He He's just more of a slot guy, right? I mean, do we trust him on the no, outside? No, no. No? Okay, so – Real quick,
2: real quick. Will Jordan? Uh, he's in the conversation. Okay. Uh, but he's, he's been unreliable. Yeah. Um. Why – just – I'm just curious – why does um Brandon Johnson get the nod over uh someone like Kendall Hinton?
1: I because I think early in camp, not I think he he was he was a part of the starting 3 wide. Right? Now Mims wasn't really practicing them, but he he was he was you know your top 3 wide receivers, Judy, Ka- Cortland, Brandon Johnson so I'm like, they really like this guy. They do. They're giving him a great opportunity. You know, a lot of opportunities. Some 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 real opportunities to be you know make an impact yeah. and, and play a lot. Then he gets hurt. Yeah. And so we haven't we haven't seen him um, really in the last couple of weeks. Here he got hurt in that preseason game. Uh, I believe so. In the I think game? that was the first one. So uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's why that's why I just put him in there. I just kind of was going off of. The, the feel that I got from that coaching staff that they really liked this guy or liked his potential. But that can change quickly. Yeah, this has been so. two
2: two coaching staffs that really have really liked Brandon Johnson. Uh, the, the reason I mentioned it, because Kendall Hinton's actually been out there and played real NFL games over the course of multiple seasons, 39 receptions, about 500 yards. It's not any sort of game-breaking production, but Brandon Johnson has six career catches. So, um, okay, so if you're just joining us, the reason we're trying to sort this out in real time is because Jerry Judy uh, went down in the Rams joint practice, uh, seemingly with a hamstring injury. He was carted off the field. And if we're not getting in too inspired with the names that are in-house, should the Denver Broncos go outside of their own wide receiver room and look at
1: some free agents? You yeah. Got someone that's yeah. I mean, so who, who would you go with? Um, as a two-starters, Cortland, I mean, would you go with Callaway? Would you go with Hinton? Would you go with Brandon Johnson? Like, where are you at right now I'd go for Cortland, the Broncos. Cortland Sutton and Marquez Callaway, and Marvin Wim- Mims is the third wide. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. I think, okay. Okay. Right. Um, we can beat the Raiders with that. We can beat the Raiders with that. We can beat your, the Raiders uh, with that. Please. For the first time, for
2: the first time, for the first watch. time this season, you are officially on watch-your-mouth-watch watch because I tried to hold you back this last year, and the Broncos haven't beat the Raiders in years. And that's becoming increasingly almost as embarrassing as the losing streak to the Chiefs, even though it's half as long, because it's the Raiders. And I've been on board this season. I've already bet the Raiders under. But after today's news, yeah. I'm out on this uh, on, oh. on, on, on the Raiders oh. uh, campaign. Oh. And I am officially wow. giving you pushback All for right. week one. This is a real game that awaits the Denver Broncos on Sunday, September 10th. Will they add to the wide receiver room with a free agent wideout that might be waiting for a moment just like this one? And we'll go over some of the candidates coming up next.
0: It's Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan.
1: All
2: right, we're talking about free agent wide receivers. We just talked about the uh, sort of internal candidates who could be the starting two wide receivers, who would be the third wide uh, in that type of package. On the heels of the news uh, that Jerry Judy was carted off the field during joint practice uh, moments ago with the Rams. Talk to me about some free agent wide receivers. Well,
1: I mean, this is where you're at. It's not like a great list, you know? I mean, you're you're not looking at this like, oh, wow, yeah, let's go get him for sure. That would be a great addition. It's just not. I mean, you're looking at the Julio Joneses of the world, Jarvis Mm. Landry, Sammy Watkins, right? None of those guys really do it for me. Um, uh, One name that's kind of interesting, and I is Kenny Galladay. I I don't know what his situation is. He's on this list right now. Um, Has some good years there with the Lions, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but again, like, you know, he's 29. Yep. These other guys I'm talking about, like Sammy Watkins and, I mean, Julio's 34. Jarvis and Sammy are 30. Andre Roberts, he's 35. Holy smokes. Rashard Higgins. How about that? That's Hollywood. Isn't How it? is that guy? That's Hollywood. Yes, yeah, it is from Colorado yes, State. Correct, right? Yeah. I mean, I, right off the the bat, there. I mean, he would be one name that I would look at to say, okay, this guy's got starting experience, and uh, with the with the Browns, right? Yep. So uh, that that's a name that kind of is, is is intriguing um, to me. So, I, but there's not a whole lot there. You know, you're probably looking within. You know, it's going to be Marquez Calloway, Brandon Johnson, that will have to try to fill that void of Jerry Judy, you know, while he's out. I just, you know, maybe you look at one of these guys as an emergency plan. Yeah. You sign him to get him in the camp here and to get him going just in case, guess what? Cortland. You know, like, all of a sudden, you ha- he has something, right? You know, something like that. You want to have a, another backup option, like a veteran type of guy. So. I don't know who intrigues you the most out of some of those names that I threw out there. Is there a name that you, you've seen out there that, man, I, I I think that might be the guy you're talking about? Antonio Calloway, you know, James Washington. He was with the Steelers for a little bit. Yep. Um, Oklahoma State. That's right. Yep. So uh, yeah, that guy's intriguing a little bit. I, I don't know. I mean,. Do you have a name? Do you you see anybody that jumps out? I'll
2: I'll tell you this. Like when I hear names like Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Landry, and Sammy Watkins, I I almost like flinch. Absolutely not to any of those. Um, Rashard Higgins is interesting. Uh, And Kenny Galladay is interesting. When I see the two next year name, I'm open to it. But when I see guys that are 33, 34, 35 years old with injury histories, like Landry and Watkins, I just like, nope. Um, I'd rather take a flyer on, you know, Freddie Swain, 25-year-old Freddie Swain. Um, You know, Galladay, I'm open to it. But I don't know what happened to him in New York, man. He fell off a cliff. He was good there in Detroit 2018, 2019. The guy uh, hasn't had even a 600-yard season in the last three years. So I I don't know what you'd be getting there. Um, But, you know, I'm open to it. I'm, I'm open to Kenny Galladay, open to Rashard Higgins open to, you know, Freddie Swain, open to James Washington. But unfortunately, none of those guys would really move the needle for me in how I, how I viewed the room. I mean, sure, you may be doing this out of necessity, not like for sizzle.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that's all, you, that's all you're doing, right? I mean, there is no sizzle. Right? You, you don't have there's, – there's no one available that's going to provide any sizzle, that's going to provide a, and, like, make you feel good about Jerry Judy missing, you know, let's say two weeks. Yeah. I mean, there's no one. No. now now we are getting close to cutdown day and there's always a couple cuts you know uh, out there that I mean not a couple there's a ton of cuts that just surprise you yeah hey why'd they move on of this from this guy yep why they oh Broncos could trade for you know whatever wide receiver for a six round pick because they were going to cut him you're gonna have some of those out there some veteran guys that aren't on this list right now that will become available here in a week. I don't know when, when cut down day is, a week, a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, about that. I mean, we're starting our regular, we got two and a half weeks before the Raiders. Yeah. So you're talking about a week, week and a half. You're going to be down from, you know, 90 to 53-man you know, roster. So, and you're going to have a lot of guys out there that you look around and say, wow, I didn't expect that guy to be available. So, and, and maybe there's a couple receivers that that are that fall into that category that the Broncos might be able to pick up and maybe maybe make you feel a little bit better. Yeah. All right. But again, hey, once again, figure it out. Sean Payton, offensive staff, like you can do some things to um, still win football games, still be productive offensively. This isn't an excuse, you know. It's not, and I'm 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 not looking at it that way because how many catches would you think? Like, if you said first game of the season is Jerry Judy getting is having eight catches or four catches? Eight, eight. Eight, yeah, eight, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm gonna well, camp. I'm in the somewhere camp in, in between. Maybe right. like six. But I'm saying, which one? No, which one would you go with? Would you rather, or, or you know, the high number or the low? I'm going with the low number there. I don't, I don't. I'm not seeing a guy that I think is going to have eight for one fifty. Now I could be totally wrong. He could certainly. But so I'm like, his impact. All right. So now we got. I don't know. Whoever that guy's can catch three or four passes. Why can't he make plays? Let's figure it out as a staff, offensively, and, you know, it is what it is. Guys are going to get hurt. We can't just use that as an excuse here. No. That, of, it, of why we're, you know, losing football games and why we're not being successful offensively. You're, those two games that start the season, you said it, your two most winnable games back-to-back probably, you know, on your schedule. And you're starting them, you have them both at home. Look, whatever. Figure it out and hopefully – Jerry Judy is healthy by week three, maybe week two. Who knows, right? Whatever the situation may be, and but still, whatever, we're still gonna win both those games. It's all good. Oh, your unbridled
2: confidence isn't actually not helping me at all. Uh, this is this is, um, and, and I know I know we both agree it's a big deal. Uh, but man, Jerry Judy going down and getting carted off of the field. Um, Not an excuse, but certainly will be uh, the biggest storyline here over uh, the coming days uh, in Denver. I want to continue to uh, look at this offense uh, because yesterday the Broncos offense did not have a good day versus the Rams in joint practice. Okay, real
1: quick, real quick, real quick, just real quick. Jerry Judy doesn't play the first two games. Has your opinion changed on, like, because did you think the Broncos were going to win their first two games? Yes, I did. Is that changed right now? I'll I'll tell you
2: the answer is yes, and I'll tell you why coming up next.